You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow! Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Mm -hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? Hey. This is the movie show. On your... Uh, you know what we, we, we this is. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. I'm Sesh. My name's Ryan. And we are going to be doing a review of the film, The Fablemans. Yay. Good film. Mm. Great film. Although, can I tell you, so I was searching through like movies to watch and I stumbled upon The Fablemans. I didn't know who directed it. I didn't know what it was. I just saw the poster and I was like, oh, okay. And then I don't know where, but I happened to see that Steven Spielberg had just, re this was at the end of 2022, had just released a film. And I was like, oh, what film did he release? Mm. And when I checked, it was The Fablemans. And I was like, oh, okay. So I, but now I, I, I hadn't watched the trailer. All I knew about this film was the poster and the fact that Steven Spielberg had directed it. There was nothing else to it. And as I was watching the film, I was like, wait a minute. Steven Spielberg said he was going to make a movie yep. about how he came into the film industry. Mm. And then I was like, is this the movie? And I think I actually stopped it and went and searched and it is. So I went into this not knowing that this film is actually like Steven Spielberg's how he came to film His. debut. Yeah, he, he doesn't want to call it a biopic because like he doesn't want it to have that. I don't know how to word it that like stigma attached to it that's also why he didn't call it the spielbergs mm. he called it the fablemans yeah and i think uh when you start well i know for myself when i started watching it i was like oh i can tell exactly who is spielberg in the film so i didn't know that it was the you know he's auto whatever yeah he's how yeah yeah it's basically it's basically steven spielberg's life mm. from like a young kid till about what age 16 18 yeah somewhere around there yeah yeah i know that this film was well he basically had the the the, the idea for the film already back in 1999 mm. uh but he didn't want to sort of upset his family in that now quite interesting enough uh the father arnold mayer spielberg quite an interesting guy um he died 2020 he was 103 years old can you believe it? Was it was 103, sure. Yes, but, but he really was an electrical engineer. Yeah. And he really had a contribution to towards a, a type of computer um, back in the 1950s. So, f I mean, everything you see there was mm. quite, quite genuine. His mom was a pianist. I know she played in a restaurant. He said that they own... As far as I know, because I still went and read up after watching the film, everything that you see in the film did take place. The only difference is names, except for the uncle. You know, the uncle that comes to visit, they yes. kept his name. And then the, what was it? John Ford, who, who he met, the famous director that he met right at yes, the end of the right. movie. Yeah. His name wasn't changed, but otherwise everyone else's mm. name was, was adjusted. Mm. But the story, the the events, in fact, this was such a, I think Spielberg didn't... At first, he, I saw an interview where he said the scariest part was, first of all, deciding to make it. Because 
I think his mom was interested in him making a, a movie about their family, but like he, he could never get himself to do it. Then I think after his parents died, his mom's also passed away. And then also, like he said, with the pandemic, he just had time on his hands and he thought, what project can I make that I haven't made before that really means something to me and this was it this was the film that he he hadn't made and he yeah. wanted to make so he then called up i think he has a, a guy that he writes scripts with he called him up and they actually wrote the script over zoom and then it was a pandemic film so they they filmed during the pandemic but i know a lot of people mentioned that while on set um because they literally recreated i mean think about it think about your life and now as a film director you are making a movie about things that you actually experienced he said the living room was exactly like his living room the his bedroom was to the t like his bedroom because the the production designer would look at photographs and obviously he filmed i mean steven spielberg mm. not not a lot of people in i mean now we film all the time you know but and in those was, days he was very detailed uh, yeah. within the script about camera about what type of yes. camera yeah and what it did yeah so, so they had a whole lot of references to recreate mm. his house his wherever they went so it was he literally said it was the weirdest thing walking into his bedroom or the weirdest thing walking into his like because he was reliving these i think that must be cool it must be cool but mm. apparently there were a couple of times there was a couple of times where he forgot to call cuts which actually happened in the movie um you see the young what was his name samuel i think he renamed sammy. it sammy yeah. yeah he he at one point was filming um and he forgot to call cuts because he was just so taken by the emotion of the scene and that actually happened while filming this yeah that's right and there were often times where um the actors said that he would actually break into tears because of because i mean they were he was reliving painful mo there were funny moments there but i mean mm. it's your life your life has ups and downs mm. so he was reliving the downs as much as he was reliving the ups and moments there was moments where he'd actually get like mm quite teary and but i think it must have been an amazing experience yeah. i personally think all directors should do this yeah. i would like every single director to do this because i'm sure that they they all have a story they to do you. all have a story i mean i bet you right now if you're a director and you're watching this you're like yep i remember and, and we could sit down and have like three cups of coffees over <laughs> how you got in and memories and and yeah yeah kind of like um if you ever I'm sure a lot of people have those things with their grandfather or like like older people in their life where you sit down or you go visit them and then they tell you stories. And they're interesting stories. Yeah. yeah. They tell you loads of stories and yeah. Yeah. Every director has those. So you should this this was a very good film i thoroughly enjoyed it um it's a it's it's a good film and it's a steven spielberg film and steven spielberg yep. just knows how to make movies i love spielberg he, films you, he really really does mm. he's really good keeps so, you glued in yeah it's just so well balanced it's and i mean just this beautiful is just film. the it's a it's actually a coming of age story and it's the first coming of age story that Steven Spielberg's ever done. Um, but it's it's just interesting and there's no superheroes. There's no, there, I mean, mm. it's even, it's old, you know. He, he, he grew up in a time where there was eight millimeter film and you had to literally cut the film and glue it together. And, and it's not like it ended like, yay! It's, yeah. It ends, you can feel like, and so the story continued. Continued, yeah. In other words, I love the way it ended though. Yeah. So this is like... That was so good. The, the way so major spoiler major spoiler at the end of the film steven spielberg meets it was john ford right i think the the, the director i didn't know who he was to be honest with you I he's just a very famous yes his name's john ford so john ford is actually a very famous film director but not now it was it was when 
when like Spielberg was growing Westerns. up. Yeah. And he, he got to meet him. I think just once. I don't know if he ever met him again, but Probably he got not. to meet him. And he even said the dialogue that took place between the two, the exchange that took place is actually what was said. Oh, wow. So like that's actually what John so Ford it. said to Spielberg. But like John Ford, he had these big paintings in his office and he was actually a painter before he became a director. And he asked Spielberg to look at the different paintings and to take notes of where the sun was or, or where the horizon was and then he told him that the horizon was in a specific spot because that's what makes the f it looks interesting yeah and at the end of the film um steven spielberg's character sammy walks mm. out and is walking in the distance and then they literally fix the shot but it's like a proper like there's no editing there's did no that come into your mind it came into yes. my, i'm like no man why they sh <laughs> i'm like oh, thank you that's much better yes mm. and they literally put the horizon exactly where john ford yeah. told him the yeah. horizon so that was like even you know how you know how i know that that dialogue w was true to word now i don't know that was because it was the first time that you heard swearing in the film Oh yeah, true actually. Because John Ford was just like exactly like the whole movie. It was pretty clean. Yeah, and, and they so were a Jewish family, so they were more conservative. Well, the mother said, yeah, the the S word a couple times, but like like okay, maybe not a couple, but like once or twice when she was angry. But ah. the F word, which was quite a strong word, like for the first time, like that came yeah. out, you know, and uh, which I was just like, okay, that's quite odd. It's like the end of the film, and now all of the. So it makes a lot of sense Sets now as to why. Yeah. yeah, And so the name changed. So Spielberg, obviously, is, uh, he is Jewish. But uh, Fable, so Spiel and Fable, those two words both actually mean story. Mm. So um, I thought it was quite clever how he, he just like sort of got a synonym mm. in a way for like his surname. But, but that also like fit with the whole mm. story. And yeah, that's why... Yeah, but I also thoroughly enjoyed the cast. The cast was very good. Yeah. Um, I think every single person, and I know that that um, S Spielberg actually said when doing the auditions, he said that was the second hardest part because he was trying to find actors to play people that he knew so well. Like, you know their mannerisms, you know everything. And now you have to, I mean, I was thinking about mm. it, like to try and find your family, in actors true that would be a very difficult task very like true. like very difficult i know yeah. though when he was writing the script and um, michelle williams who plays the mom he he had in mind because he had seen her in another performance mm. and he knew that he wanted to she was in quite a quite, uh, quite a couple of good films no she she was in dawson's creek people yeah she's like she was a teenager then like this high school what what yeah, 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 she's a mom. But and even the dad was the Paul Riddler. Dano, yeah. He was in the the Batman. He was the Riddler. This guy's a good actor. He's a good actor. He's yeah. one of those like method actors. Well, I don't know if he is a method actor, but I, I see him as that because there's almost this like a uh, personality to mm. to him. And I thoroughly enjoyed the uncle. Like he was he was he was the only obviously yeah. the only other person whose name wasn't changed. Mm. Um and Benny Spielberg didn't actually give him like direction he actually just he 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 kind of let him run with that character but mm. he did say because he asked spielberg like what do you remember and he did say to him he was a real life um lion tamer so at the circus that that was his actual occupation and he said half 10 times most of the time they didn't actually understand what he was saying that was that was literally his description Boris, of his uncle Boris Shul, yeah. Shul uh, but yes. he did a very good job i love that guy yeah. when and he, he came was, in he was so grateful that's that he was in the film he was honestly so grateful that yeah. he got to be a part of this oh, wow. this project and then i also think that um Gay gabriel he was the one that acted as 
Spielberg. He did a mm. very good job. He was I, very good. I actually think he did a very good job at um, at portraying Spielberg. And I know that he he changed his hair because he's got quite curly hair, so he mm. straightened out his um, hair to to obviously resemble Spielberg. And also he changed the way he stood and walked to to match Spielberg as well as retrained his muscles to mimic Spielberg's smile. Really? Which he did do. I picked that up. Wow. So he did a good job. Gabriel. And also, do you know that whenever he was filming with the 8mm, mm -hmm. he was actually filming. They actually got him to film. Yeah. There were times that Spielberg took the 8mm himself and, and filmed, but they actually used what he filmed as well. So Spielberg, it was funny, in an interview I watched, he said Spielberg would say, go stand over there and get a shot. And he'd like, go over there. And he'd be like, oh my goodness, this is such an amazing shot. But like he, he every time Spielberg said, uh, go stand over there and get the shot, like he said, the shot was so, it was a good, so shot. good. He's yeah. like, now he understands why, yeah, yeah, director. And I love this. All of the films that you see Spielberg make, or should I say Sammy make in the film, Spielberg made those films. Those were all, even the train crash, the first, you know, when oh, he, wow. he recreated, because he, he needed to recreate the train yeah. crash. All of that uh, Spielberg actually made. And he, he, however, Spielberg did say that he did improve on his original shot so he 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 <laughs> did very similar angles he but he couldn't help himself but yeah. like improve the angles and yeah but i yeah. loved i really enjoyed watching watching his like original films retold like that was really cool even the the yeah. school one where he made the the guy that was bullying him uh, yeah. he made him the 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 hero mm. the protagonist mm. he actually did do that that it's all true life accounts which I thought, and the actors even said on set when they were on set, um, they would say to Spielberg, "Did this actually happen?" And they said ninety percent of the time, he said, "Yeah, yeah, this is that was a an actual those moments mm. is what he what he encountered mm. and and the conversation word mm. for word." Yeah, I wonder if any of those people, like what they would have to say, like like those actual uh, people within his yeah, like I know his sisters, his he's got the three sisters. Yeah. Um, obviously his parents have passed away and I'm sure his uncle has passed away mm. but then there's all the people that he went to school with and I mean imagine being the bully of Steven Spielberg imagine you know you bullied Steven Spielberg well, about to be in okay. high school I mean in the end they were like yeah okay cool but not cool but cool but not cool cool you but know not cool yeah. yeah yeah I don't think he got well I don't think in the movie he didn't get with her the the he, the, the the girl he dated in high school. Yeah. Like imagine knowing you could have married Steven well, Spielberg. Well, yeah. Clearly. And she was the one that dumped him. Yeah. Yeah. It was. But then this, I actually love this. So, you know, Steven Spielberg's movies. What do you, what else do you, can you like say his movies are very well known for? I guess action, action adventure. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Yeah, Jaws, eh? But what? The His soundtracks. Yeah, the soundtracks. So think about E.T. Yeah, true. Think about Jaws. Mm. Think about Jurassic Park. All of them have such prominent sound. I mean, mm. we all know. I mean, even if you haven't watched Jaws, you know the Jaws score. Mm. Now, Sp uh, Spielberg has had a very, very, very long time um, collaboration with the, the person that he actually writes scores with. I'll try and find his name now. But he actually, the guy that he writes scores with has now 
just he's in his 90s he's actually in his 90s this was the last film that he was going to um collaborate with him so he he won't do music uh, again okay. for St uh, steven spielberg but i was actually watching a, a video where he was they were interviewing him he was sitting by his piano and he said this was the the actual piano that i played the jaws tune to uh. spielberg on and he showed how, and he said it's a very basic tune, but he thinks it can it can sound quite scary, and you can speed it up or slow it down, or um, you can play it soft or or loud, and that will all like build up tension. And then you literally they have footage, they have photos. It's so cool of them him playing the the ET, the Jurassic Park one. And he said um, when he played, there's a, the song. Uh, there was a song in the film called Mother and Son. And that obviously played, I don't know where it exactly played in the film, but it was, it was obviously, I mean, they were very like, they were, they were points in the film where they were like mother son mm. moments. And he actually said that Spielberg went completely quiet. And when he was done playing, he turned to look at Spielberg and he actually, Spielberg was actually weeping. Um, so I think Spielberg really loved the score that yeah. he put together. And unfortunately, it's the last time that they'll actually work together um, for for film because it's he's he, I think he's now resigning as a as a film composer. Scorist. Yeah, but I thought that was pretty cool that mm. he's worked with someone for that. I mean, since Jaws, I think that's forever ago. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, yeah. But I thought that was that so. Was he's kept cool. the same guy. The same guy. Like all these years. I don't know because I checked in like Ready Player Jurassic One. Jurassic Park. Wow. Yeah, like all of his yeah. major themes. So like definitely yeah. E.T. He did Jurassic Park. I mean Jurassic Park's mm. theme is so. Famous, yeah. like everyone knows Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park's mm. theme, and um, the music, like Steven Spielberg's films, the music mm. is just, it just fits. I like in the film how he cuts to foot to to music as well. Mm. So you'd have the the music playing yeah. on the vinyl, yes, and, and how uh, and I wasn't just okay. Put music over this. Uh, there would be exciting parts with yeah. exciting music, etc. So th that was something very specific that I'd never seen before. Mm. This film actually received two standing ovations, so it was released at the Toronto Film Festival, but it actually received two standing ovations. Um, one was before the film when Steven Spielberg took the stage to introduce it, so before people even saw the film, mm. they already applauded, and then a longer preceding the post-film Q&A, and the crowd also was reported to have been loudly chanting Spielberg's name whilst outside waiting to get into the theater during the red carpet arrivals. Oh, cool. Yeah. So people were, were excited for the film. And I thought, this is so cool. This film coincidentally released the same year as the 70th anniversary of Cecil B. DeMille's The Greatest Show on Earth, which was the first movie Spielberg ever saw in theater. That was the one with the crane, the, uh, the, tra the train cool. crash. Yeah. Um, so, and that was released in 1952, which was St Steven Spielberg's first film as a child. And um, it actually... Uh, the, this this it's actually shown in the film they show you him watch the film and the effect that this train wreck sequence yeah. had on him as a child but mm. I thought that was so cool that that happened to Cohen and it's not like Spielberg planned it because mm -mm. I think he was putting it off for a long time because it is quite an emotional pro I mean he he his family went through a divorce. That's very traumatizing. Um, and then obviously there's just the ups and downs of life, you know, like yeah. there's grief. There's his parents have passed away. So now you're revisiting times where so. But but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a very, very good film. 
And this film, The Fablements, has beaten Avatar, The Way of, Wa the Way of Water, and Top Gun Maverick, as well as Elvis, what? at most of the awards. So Golden Globes, it was so in the, the category of best... Um, motion picture there was Elvis there was Top Gun Maverick there was Avatar there was The Fablemans and there was something else I can't remember what it was The Fablemans won plus Spielberg won Best Director as well and also um, the the AFI movie it won AFI movie of the year which also was running against Avatar Top Gun Maverick all of that and um, Gabriel who played Spielberg in the film won the Critics Choice Movie Award for Best Young Performer so from a oh, award cool perspective mm. it's it's winning it's yeah. literally taking award because mm. now we're actually currently sitting in award season we started with the golden globes and it ends with the academy awards which is the oscars which happens later on in the year uh not too late like um, when is it march feb march oh, somewhere there but at the moment the fablemans is mm. is taking mm. i mean top Gun maverick and avatar were like yeah. insanely good but but you have to admit though what like uh I know I'm watching a Spielberg film because of the how comfortable I feel mm. while watching the film. I mean, if you think about the film itself, the story. It's not a comfortable story at all. But there's nothing really yeah. to like glue or no, interest you. But that you were glued. The way that, the, you know, what's going to happen next, what's going to happen next, what's yeah. going to happen next. Okay, now this is, okay, what's going to... I was glued and it was it like the cuts... The way that that he the shots that it's were edited, beautiful. The shots. That shot where, as a little boy, he was watching the. I don't know if you remember that he was watching it project, but he was using his hands, the hands. as the screen. Yeah. That shot was insane, yeah. and that apparently wasn't a scripted shot. That just happened while they were shooting. Oh. And I think Spielberg, mm. and you can see, he's always looking for the best angle. Yeah. Which he is. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought I I still I still think that every director should do this. <laughs> should be like you you it's a must do in your career. You have to make a film. You don't have to call. I, I like the fact that he actually he didn't say the Spielbergs. He didn't like. I yeah. like the fact that when I started the film, I didn't know this was a but film about Steven Spielberg. It keeps it a story. That's yeah, and that's what yeah. he wanted. He it wanted keeps it a humble story yeah. about a family. Mm. So and he also wanted it to be a story that people can connect to. Mm. Whereas if you know, oh, this is Steven Spielberg's biopic, you're not necessarily no, going to connect to it unless mm. you're maybe a film as an aspiring film mm. director. Then maybe you'll be like, oh, okay, you know what he do? He wanted to give up. Uh, it's fine. Mm. I'm on the right track mm. but like for the average person out there you'll be like mm. but the thing is it's it's mm. actually a story about a family that's that's all it is it's a story yeah. about a very real family and he wanted people to be able to connect with it and that's why he didn't go with the true actual names yeah yeah no it works out well yeah it was a very good film very very, very good, film. good so must go see it it is a must see mm. film definitely a must see film and yeah I wonder because before the Steven Spielberg did West Side Story yeah, that's he went right. from West Side Story to this. He's mm. got such good range. Like yeah. Steven Spielberg, he doesn't he doesn't have a style. He has no. he's he's just he's for the story. Like he's all for telling a yeah. good story. Yeah. Well wasn't uh like um uh ready player one sort of like a for for me I saw that one uh, definitely out of a genre you know, I haven't seen a film like, yeah, like that, that before. Mm, there hasn't been a film Usually, like that. I mean, okay, fine, Jurassic Park. 
but that's dinosaurs, animals, you know, terror, horror. <laughs> it's all on the other Ready side. Ready Player One is like computers and all of that stuff. So yeah, no, Ready Player One really mm. is in a, a place of its own. Yeah. Plus this film. I mean, Ready Player One, West Side Story, Fable musical, Fablemans. Fablemans. Yeah. So it's good. It's very good. Yeah. yeah. So what we've established is what makes a good actor is when you don't know that the actor is the actor the actor <laughs> yes and what makes a good director is when you can't tell who directed the film you know but you really enjoyed it exactly so stood out so yeah Peter Jackson uh, you next eh right yeah? we'd like to see your film <laughs> 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 there you go you, you actually can go watch Peter Jackson's mm. early films on mm. YouTube they're very funny to watch that's because right yeah they're very good they're very they, they <laughs> look like home videos <laughs> yeah and they make no sense but that's where everyone starts, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. But this has been the movie show. On your favorite ORS, PS. Peace. Cheers. Radio has never been better, baby. This is Active FM. Go to www.activefm.co.za for more.